Well, Zach, I'm sorry I get to preach after that instead of you. Uh, boy, that's good stuff. Good stuff. I, um, you know, I was thinking, um, we're getting ready to, we've been doing a series uh, talking about the importance of the word and, and scripture. Um, I wore my Gamecock shirt. I'm probably the only Gamecock fan uh, on this side of the area. <laughs> and, and the amens. Um, but, you know, I got to thinking, you know, my, my team's mediocre at best, and uh, I act like an absolute fool sometimes, screaming at the TV, and, uh, you know, I've witnessed the last two games that I've watched where you couldn't even endure it after the first half. It was so bad. And, um, but, I, you know, I got to thinking, we go absolutely nuts as sports fans, don't we? This is our day to honor God and just to worship Him, to shout, to scream. And and I know some of you guys uh, have already met Almighty God this morning and you've had the intimacy with God and it's been like you've already had your Super Sunday this morning already and we get to come together collectively to enjoy that even more. Uh, I'm just excited about that. This is worth getting excited about, the audience of one. He's worthy of all our praise. When we were singing, I, I just loved some of the lyrics. Open my eyes and wonder. Man, I, I hope this morning that God has been getting the glory. I hope this morning when we get ready to share the word, God is getting the glory. Just like we like I said, can be stupid and, and act crazy over uh, sports. I hope God, you're just letting God just get the glory this morning and fill you up. Um, I want to brag on the church for a moment before I get into the, the message, and I've got a trivia question I'll start with, but uh, let me, let me uh, brag on the church first. Uh, soon I won't be wearing the same clothes. Uh, the ladies' ministry got uh, ba uh, boxes of love, I'll call it, uh, to the staff. We've got a great staff here, and uh, I have been eating Reese Cups and Oreos. Um, the only reason I didn't eat Oreos for breakfast this morning, uh, it might have got really Pentecostal because it really uh, raises my blood sugar when I eat that much. Uh, but I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, my box, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't recommend it. Uh, one day at the office this week, I ate the whole bag of uh, Reese cups. Um, so, uh, so if I get a little hyper, it's just it's a lot of chocolate. But uh, thank you, ladies. Thanks to the church. Uh, church has been really good to us, showing appreciation. And and I talked to several of the guys that uh, got the boxes too, and um, it's just amazing how you just catered specifically to us. And then uh, I want to, again, one more commercial before I start. Uh, I want to brag on the men of our church, Men's Breakfast. Uh, you guys know who you are. Uh, if, if you're not being a part of the Men's Breakfast, man, you're missing it. Uh, this is my rock. And uh, you guys have been uh, very supportive of me, uh, excited about uh, the journey we're going on together in the men's group. And I uh, just appreciate you guys. All right, let me start with a, a Bible question, Bible trivia. And Zach and Travis can't answer because they know the answer to the question. But 
what is the middle verse in the entire Bible? What is the middle verse in the entire Bible? Now, I think it would be interesting, you know, Sovereign God knew exactly what he was doing when he placed the middle verse in the Bible. And um, I think it has a lot to say to us today as we're going to be looking at a very popular verse. Uh, the one I'm going to read to you today is not it, but this is the trivia question. So if you ever go on Jeopardy, you can go ahead and put it up. The middle verse in the Bible is Psalm 118 and verse 8. And this is what it says. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence or trust in man. I'll read that one more time. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in man. I thought that was interesting. Right smack dead in the middle of the Bible, God put that as the core verse. Trust in the Lord more than man. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get caught up in trusting myself. And I get caught up in trusting things other than God. And so when we, we look at that, I'm just going to tell you, that's a good verse to hide in your heart. Psalm 118.8. It's the core of the Bible. Trust in the Lord. So we're going to be uh, talking about a message today called Trust in the Lord, strangely enough. And we're going to look at the most requested, second most requested verse by our church family, Proverbs 3, uh, 5 and 6. Before we get to that, I'm, getting, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Uh, Travis knows I changed the slides, so I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself uh, this morning. Let me, let me start with this. What's the word trust mean? But if you got your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn to Proverbs 3. But uh, slide one, I want to define what the word trust is. This is what it says uh, by Webster's Dictionary. Trust, a firm belief, a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. A firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength of someone or something. Another uh, definition said it this way. Reliable. It's a firm belief in someone or something that's reliable or good, effective, honest. Um, we're going to look at, again, a very popular verse that you've seen many times. And we're going to be talking about trust a lot. But I want to go to the next um, slide. Trust. We, we shared the definition of trust. What's the definition of in? It's simply this. Expressing the situation of something that is or appears to be enclosed or surrounded by something else. Expressing the situation of something that is or appears to be enclosed or surrounded by something else. So I brought my water, which I don't drink water much. I, I drink stuff that you put in water, Mio water, makes it taste better. Uh, I'm not real healthy. I, that's not a good thing, so don't, don't follow me in that. But this bottle I brought today, the water is in the bottle. The water's in the bottle. Now, I mean, I know that's basic, but the, the water's enclosed, it's encompassed, it's in the water. Now, we know that this bottle has no 
uh, ability to trust, but if it could, it would say, yeah, I trust the bottle. I'm, I'm in the bottle. So we're going to look at a passage of Scripture that I hope this morning is going to be very practical and very easy to apply. We've heard it a lot. We're going to look at Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Again, this was the second most requested verse that you wanted us to share and expound on uh, as a church. And it says simply this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. We'll read it one more time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Here's a couple other translations, just so you get the feel of what we're going to be breaking this uh, verse down. The message says it this way. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. I like that simplicity. Uh, the Living Bible says it this way. Trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first, and He will direct you. Wow. So it's a simple verse, but a lot of times so hard to apply in our lives, right? So I want to I break down the first part of the verse. If you'll go to the next slide. Trust. What does trust mean? We, we, we gave the Webster Dictionary, but if you got the Hebrew translation for the word trust, it's a word that's pronounced batak. And batak means to cling to. Don't let go. So I'm, I'm reading Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I'm trying to hide that verse in my heart. And the first thing God says is, I want you to trust in the Lord. Now, right now, I'm clinging to this water bottle. But if I want to apply Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, then a lot of times what I struggle with, I may be trusting in things other than God, not the Lord. But if I'm clinging on to this bottle, then I can't cling on to the Word. I can't cling, cling to Him. And this, can, this bottle can represent so many things. Well, God, I, I want to trust you. I know it says trust in the Lord, but you don't understand. I've got financial issues. God, you don't understand. I've got medical health issues. I know a lot of us have been affected by COVID. But when God shares Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and when you say that verse, God wants you to experience that verse. He said, I want you to cling to me. Now, again, this is simplistic, but it's so profound. What does it say? It says, cling to or trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. It doesn't say some, it says all. And I, 
I love the translation I read in the Living Bible. It says, trust the Lord completely. See, when God says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, that's what he means. Everything, all that you have. Now, again, that's easy to say. But sometimes it's very hard to apply. Tony Evans says it this way. I love Tony Evans. You want to know what you trust in? This is what Tony Evans says. Tony Tony Evans says, trust is where or whom you go to first. Trust is where you go to first. That's how you know who you're trusting. So when you're in that tight spot, and again, I don't know what that spot is for you. I don't know what you're holding on to. I don't know what you're clinging to. Could be a relationship. What is it? What's the very thing you go to first? Because it doesn't matter what you you say. You can say the right answers. Hey, trust in the Lord. Yeah, I, I believe that. What's the reality of what you go to first is really who you're trusting. So the breakdown, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. The heart in the Bible, anytime you see the word heart, it stands for your core. It stands for your center. That's why I think it's so unusual. Not, not really. I mean, God's God. Why would God put in the center, the core, trust in the Lord? Don't trust man. Don't put confidence in anything else. You know why I think he did that? Because he knew we would have such a tendency to cling on to things other than him. I I do sometimes. I struggle. And And yet God's telling me, Chad, I want you to rely on me. I want you to trust me completely. Then it goes on. The verse goes on. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And what? And do not lean on your own understanding. Do you guys do like I I do a lot? I try to help God out. I'm like, hey, God, I don't think you understand the situation fully, right? Do y'all ever do that? Hey, God, I don't don't think you understand that my car is old and I don't even think I'm going to make it to work. And that was a reference a few years back for me. Thankfully, I've got good vehicles. But you know what I'm saying? And, and we try to help God. God, you don't understand. I, or, or you're in a financial pinch, and God says, well, I want you to give me first the first fruit. I want you to give to me first. And you're going, God, you don't understand. I've got these bills. I won't even make it. That's where it begins to get difficult. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So it's easy to want to lean on things that you can do. It's easy to want to lean on your bank account if you've got money in the bank. But God's saying, hey, I I want you to lean on me. So... Uh, I'm referencing Tony Evans a couple of times today, but I love what Tony Evans said. Again, this is what Tony Evans says. 
uh, how do you know, how do, how do I know when I'm trusting God? How do I know when I'm trusting God? This is what Tony Evans says again. I'm not leaning on my own understanding. How do you want to know when you're trusting God? When God tells you to do something that makes no sense, you do it because you're not leaning on what makes sense. I, I was thinking, I, I, didn't, I didn't even plan to share this story, but I'm going to share this one real quick because it's a biblical story that perfectly paints this picture. We were singing, and it says, uh, you can trust God in the storm. We were singing that earlier. Uh, there was one line, you can trust God through the storm. You know, there's a biblical story about the disciples being on a boat with Jesus in the storm. And you know the context of that story? The context of that story is they had just had a big religious teaching moment, the crowds, and Jesus goes, hey, let's all get in the boat and we're going to go to the other side. They get in the boat, Jesus falls asleep. You'll remember the story. Jesus is dead asleep. The disciples, man, this is a, a fierce storm comes up. And I'm thinking Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. God told me to get in the boat. He told me he's with us. Now, wait a minute. I'm doing God's will. I'm in the boat. I'm doing exactly what Jesus said. He's fine. He's sleeping. And you remember what happens in that story? The men finally in a panic. I mean, it's bad. Now, I've never been in a bad storm like that. I've been in some storms on the, the ocean that's pretty scary, but nothing like this. You remember what the men did in that story? <laughs> they said, Jesus, do you not care that we're going to drown? You remember what Jesus said? He, first, he quieted the storm. Be still, be quiet. Storm's over. He goes, ye of little Remember that? That just came to my mind. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. The reference I wanted to give you is this one. Because again, this is a verse that we ought to hide in our heart. This is a verse that we want to try to apply in our lives. And I'm not telling you it's easy. Because all of us deal with life situations. Remember the story of Daniel? Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel was following God. They made a law, and Daniel said, I'm going to follow God. He opens the windows. He doesn't worry about what man's going to do to him. He's just, hey, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing my whole life. And when he prays, they say, hey, we're going to throw you in the lion's den. You broke the law. Daniel's in the lion's den. He doesn't know how things are going to play out. And yet... Daniel chapter 6 and verse 23 says, the next day when the king came to see if Daniel was okay, Daniel says, no harm was found on him because he trusted in his God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Now, I want to make this practical because I think any time that I teach the Word of God to you, I'm asking God to teach me, okay? 
And so I started thinking about this first, and God really brought it home to me because, again, it's easy to preach something. It's easy to say something. But to actually live it out is difficult because God's going to ask you to trust him this week. And I don't even know what way he'll ask you to, but he will. So I got to thinking practically. I got to thinking last year when COVID and all the struggles, I had a daughter go to school for the, to college and be away from home for the first time. And she was having what looked like epileptic seizures. Scary. And we were trying to navigate. And I, I remember times when I would be talking to God, and I'm like, God, why? God, why? My daughter's following you. She serves God. She loves you, God. I'm trying to serve you, God. Why? I remember this year she has injury. Again, minor stuff, but to me it's my daughter. I'm going, why, God? She works harder than anybody on the team. Why? Why she struggled all season? Why, God? You might have those why moments. You might have those moments where you're going, why, God? I'm, I'm trying, God. I, why is my finances? Why is my marriage? Why is my whatever it is? And you're struggling. And you're holding. You're holding. You're going, why? And some of us are holding on to something stupid like a water bottle. And God's going, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Just give it to me. Surrender it to me. So we break down the next part of the verse. It says this. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Now the Hebrew word for acknowledge means this. You die. That word means to know him intimately. That means to know God intimate. It means you have to experience God. And unless you've experienced God, I can't I can't tell you what it's like. I know I've had some great experiences. God has blessed me to be able to fill my heart's desire on a lot of things. I, matter of fact, I'll even say Montana. Montana is one of my heart's desires, man. I, I love going there every time I go. I like, wow, God, you're glorious. I remember being in Yosemite the first time I walked in. Uh, we were in Yosemite. I saw the grandeur of God, and and I thought of Romans one and I. I just had to do a worship service right in the parking lot. So I told I told Lindsay, I said, stop, stop. God. It was so incredible. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Be intimate with him. I know that God allows us to go through storms. Because he wants to build our intimacy with him. I can tell you from 2012 to 2020 was some of the hardest years of my life, my family's. 
but I can tell you the intimacy that God allowed me to have with him going through the struggle because I, I guarantee you when you hit rock bottom, even if you hadn't turned to God first and you finally God gets your attention and he, he puts you in a place where you go, I'm going to trust you completely, I wouldn't take that back for anything. I don't want to go through hard times. I know that's part of life. But I know this. I want to know him intimately. Not only in the bad times, but in the good times. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Be intimate with him. Know him intimately. Acknowledge him. And what does it say? And he will make your make straight your paths. You know what that means? If you'll let God take control, he'll get you exactly where you need to be. He will begin to take the obstacles out of your way. You know, isn't it crazy? How when we're trying to go our own way, we keep having obstacle after obstacle after struggle after turmoil and problems. And then we give it to God and God begins to make your path straight. We'll read a couple more verses. We're going to finish. Just some great verses. Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In, God's whose, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? Psalm 62, 8. Trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Another one. Isaiah 31, 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses who trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen, because they are very strong, but do not look to the Holy One of Israel or consult the Lord. And then this last one. Psalm 112, verse 7. These will be in the growth guide this week, these verses. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Again, a very simple message this morning. My challenge to us, me, the church, is will you put this into practice? Will you hide Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? And when you're struggling and you're battling, again, in your marriage, finances, health, I don't know what all of you are struggling with. Just quote this verse. Pray it. Ask God to help you with it. And then if you're still struggling, how about call one of the people in our church and say, hey, I need some support, man. I'm, I'm, I'm drowning. I'm not going to make it. Because that's why the church is so important. This is, again where we get to celebrate, and when we're struggling, we get to help each other. That's the body of Christ.
Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I do want to pray that verse. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. I pray that I would do that this week, God. I pray that the body would do that this week. With all our ways, we'll acknowledge you. And God, with your help, you'll make our path straight. God, again, thank you for being trustworthy. Thank you for being King God Almighty, the way, the truth, and the life. We pray this in the name above all names, the Lord Jesus.